The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. UFC Unfiltered today. Thank you so much. We have two champs on the phone and two champs in studio. Hey! Matt and Jim, the champs of the airwaves. And, of course, Amanda Nunes and Cody Garbrandt are on the phone. Chris, the producer, is across, shaking his head at us the whole time. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. <laughs> right, a, right now, what's my right? No, I was going to ask for a napkin. Give me a napkin. Give me a napkin to start the show off. All right. Right now, no, I'm... Uh, no rush. The notes are all soaked. Tempted to ask Matt to put oh. his elbow in my fucking nose. What's the matter? Because my nose just sucks, dude. I, I really don't know how guys fight and breathe through their nose. Yeah. My sinuses have been dog shit my entire life. Gotta go in the uh, sink and do a hockey snot. Dude, I've done all <laughs> of that. You know what a hockey snot I is? I do, yeah. You blow it out. I've done, yeah. uh, I've done surgery. <laughs> and uh, today, my, listen to my nose. I can't breathe through my fucking right. That that does suck. That's uncomfortable. And I start to get where I can't breathe. Like I cover talking. your mouth. You're gonna be like, oh, I can't breathe. I'm just suffocate. You're Dude, literally. I, I would I would lose the fight, but I would I would I would struggle to the death to get out of it. Like that's literally my fucking yeah. kryptonite. Right. Is my mouth being covered? Yeah. Unless it's by a pair of tits, in which case I'm very grateful. <laughs> but I can't breathe them. I took Afrin. I've been shooting Afrin in my nose. Oh, the, the, the you put in the, uh, the 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 salt water. <laughs> No, no, Afrin is a... What am I talking about? <laughs> oh, talking thank about like, you. You're talking like saline. Oh, that is what I'm talking about. This is saline. Afrin. It's like you uh, squirt it up your nose and it shrinks the tissue in your nose and it makes it breathable. And um, then the next day it wears off and it's worse than it was. And I fucking hate my cock nose. I'm I, so annoyed. <laughs> your cock nose. I, when I'm in the bathroom there, I clear out, like after I, I try to use the bathroom, even if I don't have to, I just want to feel like, it's almost like I'm warming up for a fight. Like I get in there and I try to go to the bathroom. Then I get up and I clear my nose out. And then I put cold water on my face. This is before the show. It's like a routine. And there's always somebody that knocks on the door, right? And then when they knock on the door, it's always an awkward thing. Because you, what are you supposed to say? Like occupied. So I'm like, um, so I always like yell something like, who is it? And then they don't they don't answer. I'm like, oh, I'll be right out. Then they, I hear like some, a door shut. So every time I open up, nobody's out there. They probably get embarrassed. Yeah, I normally say. Who uh, is it? I normally say, uh, "Come in, come in, open the door. Come it's in. open. It's come open. In. Have your camera ready. Come on in. <laughs> uh, it's open. Uh, just start doing that. See if they open the door. 
By the way, I guess uh, <laughs> are we, we, about? we have Amanda Nunes calling in today, <laughs> uh, the uh, regain, uh, who uh, I guess uh, retained her title. And of course, new champ Cody Garbrandt had to reschedule. He is calling in today in the afternoon. So we're happy to have both of them on. We've had oh, them yeah. both on, and they're both delightful. So now we're just kind of talking about uh, life since their uh, big wins. And uh, that's both the biggest fight of their careers. They both came off swimmingly. Um, UFC 207 set an all-time uh, record in Vegas attendance. 18,533, 4.75 million. Ronda earned a disclosed 3 million. And Amanda earned a disclosed 200,000. That's got to drive Amanda nuts. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's not really funny, but I, you know, I look on like YouTube for things and this and that. Usually when I'm on the toilet, I go through on my iPad. I, you know, I, I go through things and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember shitting without technology. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, what you did know we what do? Mean? What did we do on the toilet? The newspaper, uh, right? You had to lay it all out yeah, in front of you. Yeah, it was the nice, best, you know. But this is whatever. Read the funny it's, papers. It is, it is what it is. But uh, you know, it makes everything more enjoyable. So I'm on there. I'm looking on YouTube, and then I see like a headline of something saying, um, I, don't, "I don't know exactly, but it was definitely uh, along the lines of Matt Serra destroys uh, Ronda's coach or." I got to read exactly what it I said. I haven't read it. But it, were, the but it was it was on. You can just have if that you look on YouTube. Out, Chris the producer. It just comes right up. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I saw another one that said Ray Longo does also. So I listened to Ray's cuz I know I didn't. I'm like I'm like I know I didn't. I, I know I'm pretty fair with everything, you know. Or I mean, I don't remember, you know, going off the way they make it like I'm going off. And I didn't. They just wanted people just want to get clicks. <clears throat> Call but clickbait. It is, it's called clickbait. It is clickbait. Absolutely. You know. What did they say you said? Uh, no, that was, the, the headline was, like, trashes. Yeah, it's Matt Sarah trashes Ronda Rousey's coach in preparation for Amanda. But there I think it's go. just a clip from our, from the show. But if you listen to the clip, it's nothing, nothing like that. So it's a weird thing. Yeah. So it's funny how people could just say, like, oh, man, this guy said this Who wrote shit, it? You know. It's just a video somebody put up. Yeah, and I, and man, anyway. I don't want to give them any, uh. You know, recognition. Fuck these people. Well, I mean, look, they—they, they, uh, I don't think you destroyed it. I, but I think yeah, it's fair to say. Yeah, I'm not sweating. It. I right, personally yeah. think she should leave them. I, I think that she was very ill prepared. And how can you yeah. not? Who who can say she was properly prepared yeah. for that? No, nah, no, I'm with you. But it's more of the fact of, you know, people just kind of saying something that you're not saying. So they said Ray Longo said similar things. I listened to that, and Ray. You know, Ray does his uh, thing with uh, Kenny Florian and John Anik. Yeah, and uh, I didn't and know Ray he did was, John, is John Anik a New York guy or no? No, he's a he's a good. Where is John from? Connecticut. I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm probably way. Is old. he doing it on the phone he's or a in nice person? Guy no, he does it. He does a phone. He ISDN, does like the long. Okay. He does the Longo minute. He okay. jumps on there, and Longo's always very insightful. You know, we break balls a lot, but the guy is he's you great. Know, he knows the game, and uh, I love hearing his take on things. So I heard what he had to say, and he had made very good points as well. You know, what did he say? Uh, well, you'd have to listen because I don't want to get get anything wrong. But one thing that did stand out to me is about, you know, learning from the last fight. And he said, you know, like she could have learned, you know, maybe to, to, to uh, in, 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 no, oh. <laughs> duck, that's fucking, dude, you are fucking great. <laughs> duck, <laughs> duck, duck. Uh, <laughs> um, no, like, you know, in, be a little bit, you know, handle defeat, a little, nobody wants to lose. Sure. But Longo's point was, like, Longo, I don't know if he said this on air, but he definitely told me, like, if she would have went and grabbed the mic and said, look, 
this, that, and the other thing, more of like, hey, you know, she was the better person. I got some work to do, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm heartbroken. But you know, just anything. Just I think the crowd. She would, and not that she's trying to win anybody over, but. I think people would, you know, but more like, you know, hey, you know, rallied behind her type of thing. She's coming off, you know? Rhonda is coming off like she's a brat. And to be honest, I don't think yeah. she is. I, my theory on Rhonda is this, and again, I don't know her well, but I think that she's a really, really sensitive person. And, and I literally think that she's afraid that if she talks about this yeah. or if she has to constantly face it, that she's going to come off as weak or she's going to cry or the emotion. Because she's very emotional. Yeah. And I think that she's very I'm concerned. Very emotional. You are emotional. Thank you. But I think that she's Thank concerned you. she's going to come off as emotional. And none of us yeah. want to break down and cry, especially when you're a fighter of that caliber. You don't want to break down and cry and let people see how hurt you are. So I think she's coming off as very standoffish and aloof. But that's probably not the motive that's driving her. Because I think she's a really nice person. And, I, and I'm not just saying that to toe the company line. I, I think in the interactions I've had with her, she's never been anything but really, really lovely. And, and I think mm. that she's just uh, highly emotional. And I, but I think it's well, coming off poorly. Well, you know, I don't know. Longo always told, Longo always told me, my Longo. Now, you, you listen, the cage, like the ring, that's, that's the truth. You can't hide who you are in there. So... That's something to think about, and uh, oh no, so that's why I can never, I can never fight. I don't <laughs> no, need certain things coming out, Matt. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm getting punched. I'm tweaking my nipples. What are you doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking fighting. Um, well, so you didn't trash it, though, dude. You didn't. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. I'm nervous now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fired from this podcast. I don't think so. Yeah, no. I do. What I'm done. I, what would I do without you? Have a great show with someone else. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. You're. What do you uh, think? Have you been hearing stuff? Yeah, not nothing official. No. All right. Nothing official about what we're doing. All right, Chris, the producer. Yeah, everything's great. You notice he never wore a fucking flannel since the last time. No, he hasn't. But Chris knows they're going to fire me and rehire him. It's going to happen. I'm on my way out. My language has been too salty. Right, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm a little. I'm a little. Uh, my whole day was fucking derailed from the second I got up. Why? Because it's just one of those things, like, you don't, like, like you probably have a routine, right? I do. I like, get up. I, I shadow I, box. Do you? No. Yeah. I don't. I, didn't I look get, at my I'm, fat in the mirror. Here's my routine, Matt. I get up and I stand sideways in the mirrors and I go, you unfuckable pig. And then I brush my teeth. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. That's depressing. <laughs> you just got to get the right mirror. <laughs> I do. I, I get yeah, a mirror from work. I get a mirror from my chest up. Like, I see in there. I go, oh, look, I, my, I see my traps. You know, I don't see my belly. Yeah, no, I just look at my fucking stupid Hitchcock face and profile, and I'm like, get left. <laughs> my ass fucking dude, you fucking, Hitch, fucking Hitchcock. But I also, oh, uh, Khabib now, I love Khabib. He really, really wants the tough fights. Oh. I mean, he genuinely wants to fight Connor. He wants to fight uh, Tony Ferguson. Now, Tony won't fight him. Uh, Tony won't fight him. I don't like to call him Tony. Tony won't fight Khabib until they get paid the same amount of money. And he goes, hey. Um, they don't want to pay you. I will pay you two hundred extra on your purse. Why wow. not just pay them the same? I guess he's making more. Khabib's yeah. a bigger name than Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson is a great fighter, but Khabib yeah. is a well. I mean, they got their contracts. I'm sure they they got locked into, or they signed on. They signed the contract. I don't know. Did they? I don't. <laughs> Did they sign or no? No, no, no. I'm sorry. They they have their own contracts of what they're getting on on how many fights they signed there. 
you know, individual contracts, you know, for fighting. Okay. So I don't know. Who know? I don't listen. I don't know the. Number so why isn't Ferguson going to fight Khabib? Because the winner of that gets probably Connor. What are you, what are you talking about? You got to fight. Him. You got to remember. You like, have to fight. You know, him. I think he's saying, listen, this guy's going to make a lot more than me. I guess they know what each other's making, whatever. Uh, I understand that, but you take care. You got to have confidence. You take care of him. You're fighting and for the belt. You got to believe you want to be the champion. That's why you're in it for. It's right there, man. You get in there. You you fuck shit up. You do your Okakui dance. Imagine if Van Man had said that about Ronda. No, I can't believe Ronda made that much more than her. Ronda's a big draw, though. Like, I I mean, she 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 deserves it because because she does an interview after. No, (laughs) no, 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 I wouldn't say for that reason. That's the one disadvantage. But she does draw. The bottom line is Ronda fucking puts a lot of asses in the seats, and she made she made that female division, man. She made people care about women fighting. I mean, I know Gina Carano did. I'm not saying there was not other female fighters, but she has done so much for the sport. She's earned the money. Yeah. It's not bullshit. She's earned it because she puts asses in the seats. Connor deserves it. He puts asses in the seats. But I, you know, nine times as much, or, or uh, that's almost yeah. Wait, wait, two million. Yeah, that's two hundred thousand to three million. Oof. <laughs> I mean, that's gotta hurt. But no, wait, hey, that, wait, that, that, I'm sorry. That's way more than nine. That's uh, oh my god, that's almost fourteen times as much. What's that? Ronda made. Well, listen now, people talking about Amanda. Let's see what Amanda does now. Now she she defended her belt versus uh, yes, you know the most dominant woman fighter in history. You know, even though it's a pretty short history, it's only been around a little bit, but still, Ronda. You know, Ronda is still a beast. Ronda beat a she lot of people. She absolutely is, and she's beaten you know? other good fighters. And, and, she destroyed uh, Kat Zingano. She's a really good. I, fighter. I feel she gets. Yeah, I mean, you look at it like that. You like yo, Kat Zingano beat the champ, and now. I think Ronda, oh, there was some stuff with that. What her biggest read, problem right now, by the way, that, that? that's with her and Amanda. She said Amanda blocked her on Instagram. That's a, that's, so that that's I want to ask. Oh, you're that, asking that? Zingano said that about. Oh, do you want to ask that? You no, can ask that. That's it. all right. I'll ask it. Or you <laughs> ask it. Okay, it doesn't matter. We're gonna get it out. We're gonna get to the bottom of it. That's right. And what was it? What were we talking about? That Kat Zingano. She ahead. blocked uh, Amanda. Blocked her on Instagram. She went to check some, oh. some pictures of the belt out or something. And then Amanda responds. She, I love Amanda. She's very honest. And and Kat asked, "Why are you mad, homie?" Why are you mad, homie? Amanda's face, man. She just does. You could. She doesn't fuck around. She really looks no. serious, no, even when she. But she also had a shit-eating grin on her face. I kind of like seeing her sweet. so happy. Yeah. She's awesome. I like when she said that. You know, listen. She's got to be done. She comes back. It'll be worse. I, like I'll do the same thing again. She said. Yeah. And she meant it. Like she's not saying like I'll beat her up again. She's like, listen, I'll, she comes back. I'll do it. You never know, again. though, man. A second fight, if Ronda gets a hold of her and yeah. gets her on the ground. I mean, that could absolutely. Hey, listen. I mean, you know, I wouldn't count Ronda out of anything, but she put such a stamp on that. She's not getting another fight with her right away. She's Dude, gotta... my fucking my judo was never as good. Like I, I took judo for four years, and I was never great at it. Four years? Yeah. But they said I was fucked up. Judo? I was doing it wrong. Boy. Because whenever I would run in, I would yell judo throw. Like I would tell them what I'm going to do. Like what's the power with judo chop? Yeah. Judo where is she? Where is she? What is going on? Here? We're working on. It. They're they're training a lot because Nina's fighting. Uh, oh, so yeah. she's that's she, her girlfriend, right? Yeah. Why did I think she was married? Because I'm stupid. That's the answer. Because I'm stupid. Well, they've been together a long time. They have been. Yeah. Are they married or is it a girlfriend? I think they're just. I don't think they're married yet. But when was that fight versus Katzengano? When when did they fight? That was oh. That was in that was in September 2014. I don't know. That was a little bit ago. It certainly was. And she was looking great in that fight. She was looking really good. But then she kind of got tired, and Cat weathered that and came back. You know. And so then, they were saying that Amanda couldn't last 
And maybe Rhonda's coaches were saying to her to keep uh, keep her fighting, keep her punching, because she will gas. What mm. round did she beat Misha in? It was the first round, right? Oh. Uh, it ended up going to the second round. Oh, but second, right. but she was harder in the first round. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what? I'm lying. I think it was the first it round. It was. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought she dispatched of her relatively quickly. Yeah. Um, who, who do you think is next for uh, Amanda? Who's Pennington fighting? She doesn't have a scheduled fight yet. But yeah, I mean, she's getting up there. She might need one more, but yeah, yeah, she's not yeah. next in line for the. Belt. I don't want to. I don't want to get off. This is this is UFC related. You talk whatever but, you want, Matt. Good, it's good. a fun podcast. We're chit chatting, old uh, buddies. But uh, you know, in like a little bit more than uh, in around twenty four hours of being put out there on YouTube, Dana White looking for a fight, episode one, season two, the main, the, you know, the episode we went to Maine. That's got it's gotten uh, over five hundred thousand now. Now it came out Monday. Uh, wait, when did it come out? Yeah, it came, it came out, out on Monday. Monday. Yeah. It's got over six hundred thousand hits, close to seven hundred thousand. Oh my 000. god, that's awesome. fucking good. No, that's amazing. That's not bad. Dana was happy about it. We he talked, should be. We talked briefly about it through tags. He's like, "Y'all, dude, that's unreal for a thirty-minute show." He said something like it was number ten on. On YouTube or something. The bottom like line this. is, though, here's the problem, and, and I hate that? to say what that is. What that? What's the matter? Is people might have thought that was the episode I was in. Ah, well, that means the episode you're gonna be in is gonna generate. Gen- okay. Is gonna get a lot more. Well, we don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Views. You guys have already shot the you whole know? season, though. I think nah, Dana no, we, was. No, just we gotta get up. We gotta get. We gotta get some more. Done. I think Dana was just being <laughs> polite, but I here's, I already know where I want to go. Uh, what's that? Hawaii. I wonder where we're gonna go. I wonder where we're gonna go. We're going somewhere soon. You hang out with BJ yeah. Penn. Uh, all I know is he said we got to get going soon. So I don't know. Dude, I might get a. The way it works, they could just call me and be like, uh, "Yo, we're going in like a week or two weeks." I want to go. I want to do uh, one. I just want to do one. It's, gonna be, it's fun. I don't hey, have let to me get tell paid. you something. That episode, the one that's oh, out now, uh, that is a fun episode, though. I mean, Dean, Dean, Tom, and I talked to Dean. Tom. First of all, how fun was Dean Thomas the other He's day? He's great. He's really good, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I talked to him about how the numbers are doing for the show, and he's fucking ecstatic. He goes, oh, man. He goes, this is surreal. Yeah. You know? I'm happy for him, because that guy's a true pioneer. That, listen, he's another guy with a good personality. He has some jokes, but that motherfucker, you got you to gotta see some of his fights. <coughs> that fucking, yeah. that old bastard. You got to see if he's even in How fucking, old is he? Nah, he's not that old. I think he's, he's, probably younger, he's probably younger than me. Oh, come on. You're young. I don't hard. know. I well, congratulations I, on great numbers. That yeah, really is hey, good. Hey, man, I'm... I'm just happy that people are digging it, you know. I mean, because it's a good gig, just like this. When I, you know, we when you're doing something you like, it's fucking fun. No, no, it really is, dude. It really is. <laughs> Honestly, it's a very fun thing to be. Because I'm talking with a guy I like. It, it helps a lot to it be does. talking with a guy well, I like. Well, you've been on both sides of that. Not to start no drama, but no, you're when right. You're doing the same. See, I'm lucky. I'm spoiled because I just did this with you. But I, I could sense that if I did this with somebody else, it's probably listen. If you're not having a good time, it's gonna show. It's gonna it's show. Gonna show, man. And your buddy Sam, not only does he do the show with you, he does a wrestling show because he likes the wrestling. He does. That's fucking a win, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a great cross promotion. Um, we each do our morning show, and then I do this, and then he does his wrestling stuff, and um, then you you do Dana White looking for a fight. You do the. It's good to have a bunch of. Uh, I like to say uh, I have a lot of irons in the fire. Uriah Faber said that. I know he did in that great interview with Dominic. Once Ruiz. I heard him say that, I, I wanted to start saying it too. Yeah, because <laughs> I I got a few irons in the fire. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't at yeah, all. Fucking yes, you do. No, no, I don't. 
I'm holding a Bic lighter under my balls. Those are my irons in the fire. <laughs> I don't. Oh, dude. Hey, man. All I know is what it means to me when I see the good numbers and stuff like that, I'm like, the party just gets to keep going on, man. You hey, know? what did you think of Dominic's interview? I saw the post-fight. I did finally watch the entire oh, post-fight interview. It was great. He Very- tell he's hurt that he lost, but he was really, yeah. really good. Um, yeah, who do we have on the phone right now? Hello? Hello? Hi, is this Amanda? Yes, it is. Hi, Amanda. It's Jim and Matt. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. I don't know if you remember. When we, we've talked to you before, but I sat next to you in New York at UFC uh, 205, and we took a photo together, and you wanted to duck down. Uh, I'm like, let's take a photo and cigar. Let's just duck down. So we had to kind of squat down behind the barricade, and we took a photo together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was the weird little creepy man next to you. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Yes, congratulations, Amanda. The champ. Thank you. That was vicious. I can't stop his mile. Yeah. My cheek is hurt already. It's it's cloud nine, isn't it? You're on cloud nine. You're in the clouds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for you. You deserve it. You deserve it, Amanda. Thank you. You looked really happy. Were you happy in the obviously in the uh, in in the post fight press conference? You looked so happy because you could finally. Uh, say some things that you had wanted to say. Yeah, because people still think Ronda Rousey was still the best, you know? And it's hard for you to keep the belt and then people still think you you know the best. And that fight that proved everybody, you know? I, I, I have a chance to show everybody I'm the real champion. And this is, this is amazing, you know? You, you, I can enjoy more and more, you know? You also said uh, you said that you weren't surprised that she stood up with her because you think her coach told her that she was a good boxer. What what made you think that, or what indicated that to you? I think because she been training with him still. You know, after she that lost against Holly Holmes, she not make anything changes. You know, I knew the whole time me and Dean talk about. You know, I knew she's coming strike because this is about ego. You know, you, you when you. When you have it, ego, it's hard for you like change it. And if Ronda Rousey have a lot of ego, I know she's going to strike with me to try to knock me out to show me she's better in striking, you know? And I know he made it, her think like that. Now, when you said he, you, you and Dean were speaking, did you, you mean the great Dean Thomas? Is that who? Yeah, Dean Thomas. We discussed about it. We all, always, after our, our practice, we like sit down and then talk for a little bit. About we everything we expect Ronda Rousey bring bring up that day, and me and him know know the whole time she's gonna strike a little bit, yeah. you know. And honestly, like training for for Misha was more hard than training for Ronda Rousey. Ooh, wow! And, and do you think Amanda that she was striking with you just to get close enough to grab you? Um, or you th- you think it was more than that? You 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 really think that she wanted to hurt you with punches first? Yeah, I really think she she wanna strike with me because someone connected the the first punch. Her coach, I hear her coach like getting panic about it and then tell her something. Try to tell her something different, but he don't know what he's talking about because he's not a grappling coach. And it was because I hear. You know, her coach too. At the same time, here my coach, I hear her coach the whole time. I saw the confusion was, and then I know was a bad strategy. You know, I know was a, a, a 
a horrible camp for her. It was a horrible camp. Now, you're saying her coach doesn't know what he's talking about. Are you saying in the terms of he didn't know how to handle when she got hit, what to tell her what to do? Exactly, exactly. He does, he, like, pretty much, he, don't, don't tell her anything. Like, move, move. Uh, make her miss. She things like that. She no training like that. How she's going to do it? So that's why you're saying, um, like with Misha Tate, she was the harder fight to prepare for because she does mix it up. You don't know if she exactly. might strike or she might try to shoot in on you. Yeah, and I know Misha Tate can, can take a lot. You know, I know the whole time Ronda can take a lot of punch. And I know soon I, I connect my, my, my first punch. I know she's going to be done. But uh, with Misha, I know Misha can take a lot of punch. And I, I was more patient about and. uh and all the wrestling too. I know Misha is a very good wrestling ground game, you know. And they have to like really like get it on, get it on time and everything. And that's why my camp for Misha stage was was uh, uh, more like no, I don't say complicated, but more like you know more intense than for Ronda Rousey. For this camp against Ronda Rousey, I, in the middle of the camp, I take some time. I went to the Disney. I enjoy it with my girlfriend and everything. Yeah. And I know I'm going to try that. I will be ready, you know. And I showed, I shocked the world, you know. I think some people may have been shocked, but anybody that follows UFC, I was surprised that, that you won as quickly as you did. But I knew it was going to be a good fight. I, I don't think most people were shocked that you were very, very fierce because uh, people have seen you fight a lot. Uh, but people who don't watch the sport as much might have been re- really shocked that you won. But I, after the first punch, I mean, I know you hit really hard. And, um, you know, she just doesn't seem to like... Do you, I was, She seemed like she was very shocked that you hit as hard as you did. And, and I, I made this comparison. It reminded me of Eddie Alvarez when Connor hit him. Like a look, like when Dominic Cruz got hit, he jumped back up. When Eddie got hit, he looked very stunned, and, and Ronda looked very stunned as well. Yeah, I know the whole time. You know, no, it's not a lot of girls in this division can take my punches. I know that. You know, uh, I feel like it, all the uh, all these people looking looking back in my my fights and see my losses the way I lost. They think I really guys out and I you know go to five rounds things like that, but. uh I'm training every day, you know. I know the mistakes that I made in, in all my fights, and I know the thing that I have to get in better. But the thing happened with me in the cage, uh, I fixed already. It's not a cardio thing, you know. This is the thing that I have to control inside the cage to to pace to to pace my 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 cardio through the whole the whole uh, fight. It's not because cardio, because I have one of the best conditioning coaches. You know, in 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 the gym, and I do everything. I'm I'm in the gym every day, every single day. You know, the, the problem is I guys out something's wrong inside the cage with me. Right. You know, and I know I've been focusing and you know, me and Dean and and coming Mike Brown, all all my coaches get it together to like fix this. Me and Nina, and now right now I fix this already. I know how to taking my time. I know how to breathe very well inside the cage. And I find my way inside the cage, you know. Takes, uh, for a couple fight, fighters, take a little bit time to find their way inside the cage. I was this kind of fighter, you know. I was very strong and I am very strong. But uh, before in my fights, 
I have a little bit struggling to to uh, make my pace. But now I really fix it mentally, you know, and everything else. I'm 100% to be a champion for a long time. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome you worked on that. Now, when you talk about like your your um your stamina the only time i really saw it was it was with um with even being a problem would be your your only loss in the ufc and that's the cats and gano and uh, even in that fight i remember watching that fight and oh my god you the, the way it started off was i thought it was going to be a stoppage like i didn't know how cat was going to get through those that opening round i mean you were really putting it on her to her credit she did survive and and uh, and then that's the one fight where I think um, what you're talking about maybe where you had some problems in the past. Uh, there's been something since like uh, some talk since with with Cat saying some stuff where um, you blocked her on Instagram and and stuff like that. Is you, what, what is, could you shed any light on that? What that's about? The thing with that fight, I'm in another gym. You know, I used to train in MMA master in Miami for that fight. I was very like explode and don't know how to control myself, you know. And the coach can can work around that either. The coach making me more like impulse and, and go, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. And at that time, my, my breathing was like horrible, you know. You have to know how to breathe very well to keep it, keep the fight, moving forward in the fight. And at the, in that fight, I used to train for that fight. I used to train so hard, so hard. Then, like, make myself, like, crazy. Uh-huh. That, that, the head that I have when I fight Katsingano was, like, only think about training. I don't do anything outside of the gym. And I used to live in the gym because I thought uh, I have to live in the gym to be a champion. And I have to, like, I have to be crazy about training to be a champion and i i got over training because uh-huh. even on sunday for that fight i used to training and i never rested my body in the whole camp for catching on and the day of the fight the first the first the first explosion i can't come back anymore because my body was so tired and i can't handle because i never I never be able to do this in, in the training. I never train like for like a, a full three rounds, good three rounds. In the gym that I was training, uh, uh, Fridays we do like ten rounds of sparring without stopping. You know, like ten rounds. I think too much for the body. If yeah. you do like three rounds, very good. Like you're doing the fight, you're fine, you know. You can do some drills after, you know, some a little bit jiu-jitsu, grappling, but nothing like 10 rounds. And I feel like I was overtraining and my strategy, I don't have any planning. I have only plan on one and it was a little bit hard for me to come back in that fight. Well, Amanda, since, since then, because Kat recently said that she went, you had blocked her on Instagram recently. Is there, is there still an issue yeah, with you and her? Yeah, the thing that I blocked Katzingano for my for my page because she keeps saying things doesn't make any sense to me, and then she go to my page and then uh, like comment things that didn't make any sense because she coming from two loss, you know. She be able to she supposed to be quiet and then work harder to back in the five, top five, you know, oh, or, or get her mentally, you know, in the game again. I feel like if you go to the somebody page to to talk about you have to be 
confident and you have to be like that, you know, like top top contender to start talk shit or something like that. She's in one she's in one situation right now. She can talk about nobody. She's supposed to be focusing her career to back in the cage and then get some wins to to back in the you know back. I feel like. I don't like to see those girls in my page. You know, I prefer like the late because they they have to think about their career. You know, mm-hmm. no like when I talk shit about about all the fighters doing good because after I lost for her, I only like moving forward and then grow. And then now I'm the best in the world. What is she gonna talk about me? I don't need these people in my pages. You know, she she don't need to come in my page if she wanna see something about me about my career. She can go in Google. She can find everything. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Amanda. There you go, champ. No, listen, I I hear it's one thing, Amanda, if maybe you're saying if she's been on a win streak and she's trying to use this to potentially say some stuff to get a fight, but you're saying there's not even a fight on the horizon until she wins some fights. That's what you're kind of saying, right? Yes. Nice. She has to back in, you know? Yeah, she's got to get, get some it. win and then, you know, focus her fight. I'm in another level right now. You know, and she has to respect that, and then stop talk shit, and focus focus in, in, in her career. You know, because I never, you never gonna see the champion Amanda Nunes say anything bad about other fighters. You know. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, let me tell you. You me- have to respect the people. You you have to respect other fighters. You know. Well, let me tell you, Jimmy and I, we respect you. We're not talking no shit over here, champ. No way. We don't. We don't got the balls to talk shit against. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. Now, now you are um, obviously a much, much higher profile fighter uh, now than you were uh, a week ago, and uh, so now, now are you feeling like a bit better about things, and like you are, you're getting the respect that you absolutely should get? Yeah, I think so, for sure. I think now people, I know this fight is gonna show me like that, you know, because Ronda Rousey is huge funny because uh, these past days I watched the, the video reaction from people in Twitter. Oh my God. I never laughed like that before. That's what what made you laugh? Like, call, because people call me name me when I walk out in the cage, you know? Like, this bitch, and then the world is going to kill you, things like that. And then I saw everything change at the end, uh, through the fights. I, like, I laughed hard. Like, yesterday, I'm like, Four five o'clock in the morning, I watch those videos and laugh, you know, because uh, uh, they feel like like calling me names and then before yeah. the fight, calling me names and then then this and that, and then the fight, when the fight starts, like the face is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> does it does it feel good to uh, prove so many people wrong? Yeah, you know, we have to show people that because. I don't know how Ronda Rousey was so so uh, far away in this division, you know? Because I know the whole time, if I fight her, I know I can beat her, you know? Even when she was the most dominated, sure. I know I can beat her, you know? But uh, the good was like that, you know? The life put everything together for me, and, and it was amazing. It was the best moment supposed to happen right now, and now I'm, I'm very happy. Now... Speaking of being very happy, is this is this almost sweeter? And you said you're walking around with a smile on your face. Is it? Do you feel beating Ronda in your first title defense? Is it feel bigger and and than when you even won the title when you beat Misha? 
You oh. won the title. You became champion, which is so exciting. Yeah. But now you just be yeah. such a superstar in Ronda. I mean, how does it feel compared to winning the, the belt? Honestly, uh, that fight against Misha Tate, for me, I have like a lot more to work in. Uh, personal, personal, you know, like uh, uh, mentally, because everything changed at, in the weekend of the fight. I know expected that. Nobody expected that. And how you'll be able to do with a main event, you've never been there before, you know? Yeah. And that moment for me, making me stronger than ever. And this moment against, against um, uh, Ronda, was easy to me and go through because I know the whole time I will be the the, the, the main event and from that night was T two hundred making me so strong than ever I went through like this easy and smooth. That's why it was very very good this camp for me. Do you uh, have you guys met obviously besides the fight and, and any press you've done, do you know her personally? Like have you guys ever had any interaction before this? Who me me Rhonda? Yeah. No, I never see Rona before. I never see her face before. Only that day in New York was the first time I saw Rona Rousey. What about in the cage afterwards? Did she, did she say anything? Yeah, did what she... did you say? Because you did stop by her when you were walking around. Yeah, I said to her, like, you did a lot for this sport. You don't need to be doing this anymore, you know? Kill yourself like that. You know, if you want to do this, go back home, rest, and then make some change. You, know? you said that to and her. Another, yeah, and another thing, when I went to talk to her coach, I don't say anything bad about him either. I say to him, like, I'm the best strike here. The only thing that I say to him, I don't disrespect him at all. I saw a lot of articles <laughs> talking about, I yell at him, I say bad things. I clean it up right now. I didn't. You just told him that you're the best striker in here? Exactly. Ah, I'm the, awesome. the only thing that I say to him, I'm the best striker here. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I think that's, that's great. phenomenal. You're like, I didn't talk shit. I just told him I'm the best striker here. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. good. Good for you, Amanda. That's that's excellent. Yeah, congratulations. And uh and uh your girlfriend uh Nina Asaroff is fighting. When is her fight against uh Jocelyn uh Jones? How do you say her last name? Uh Labarger? Liebarger. When when is that fight? In January, right? Yeah, she's fighting uh 15. Are you looking towards your next fight or are you helping her train? Yeah, I'm already in the gym. I'm just leaving the gym right now to talk to you guys. You know, I have, I'm with her 100%. I, I spy here today with her and did some grappling. You know, I'm with her. I know I know everything is Nina capable to do, you know. I know she can be the next champion. And I really believe in her because I train with her. I, I know. We train the whole time. We, we pretty much always... Uh, training uh, the whole time all my career after catching guns fight since in Ronda's fight we've been training together I know I know she will be the champion I know well congratulations Amanda we uh, you know we uh, enjoy talking to you you're very very honest and it's always nice to talk to somebody who you don't seem to pull punches verbally you say exactly what you want to say which is great and uh, I always enjoy talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, you guys, for having me anytime. And congratulations, okay? Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. All right, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, champ. Bye. Yeah, she's great, man. She she really I like Amanda because she she really is a, a bluntly honest person.
Dude, she just you, says what she you, wants to say. Dude, you gotta stop. Dude, you gotta stop doing that. I can't help it. You know what I'm saying? I, it was a mistake. I get the fucking giggles. Dude, you gotta. I can't. I'm like a kid in church. What people don't know at home is that. And then the people. I don't want the guests to think I'm goofing on. No, me. it was a literally. I didn't even realize I had done. I cut a fart. What? I mean, how do you not realize? Meaning, I I do, but I do it so much that you're just no. talking and not even thinking. No, because because you make such you li- you lean all your way to your left where you're lifting up your cheek, yeah. and then you make a little. And then you keep going, and then you saw that I'm starting to laugh. So you're like a bad kid. You do it again. You gotta fuck. Off. You, I, I can't because then I, I can't keep it in. I, I know. I'm a fucking shop, dude. This is we're in our forties. And we I had. Gotta, and I, 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 I almost started laughing during one of the questions, but I, I didn't want Amanda to think I was laughing at her. Oh my god. Her answers were great, though. By the way, I just told him I'm the best striker in here. That's the last thing you no, want to hear dude. when your when your person gets the no. shit beat out of them. And he's like, no. She's like, oh, I didn't say nothing. You know, to Rhonda, I just said, listen, if you really want to do this, you're gonna have yeah, to make some changes. Like, this was a. I'm like, oh my goodness. Her being just so honest was yeah. worse than somebody else talking shit. Yeah, she really she. Uh, she said that she basically said that the coaches were not good just now. And uh, she goes, she goes, no, nah. she goes, people think I said stuff to Ron, this coach. All I said was I'm the best striker here. Like, in other words, like, what's your, yeah. what are you talking about, guy? That's fucking great. I think that's hysterical. I love Amanda. It's not even a language thing. It's just, a, it's hysterical. Yeah. She said it. Um, you know, we've been, uh, you know, like, <sighs> and, and it's funny when, when she called, it was so nice that I, I was so happy to talk to her. I almost said, hello, fresh. Hello, oh. Fresh wants to change the what? way people eat forever. Everyone deserves and really wants natural, delicious, and healthy food. Mm. Now, whether you're a busy professional couple like Matt and myself, or a large family that runs at a breakneck pace, or you're just somebody who simply wants to start cooking more, Hello, Fresh makes it easier, tastier, and healthier than ever to enjoy the experience of cooking new recipes and eating together at home. Ah. From creating the recipes and planning the meals... To grocery shopping and even delivering all the pre-measured ingredients, mm. Hello Fresh delivers right to your door, so you can skip the trip. It's easy, fun, and very convenient. And hang on to this code now, unfiltered. We're going to tell you how you can save thirty-five dollars off your first week of deliveries. Now, each week, Hello Fresh creates a new, delicious recipe with step-by-step instructions designed to take around thirty minutes. Sourcing the freshest ingredients. They are measured to the exact quantities needed. So there's no need to waste food. And the fact that they do the measuring, believe me, I'm too busy doing other things to measure. <laughs> I, I'm not a good measurer. Um, any woman I've ever dated will tell you that I always exaggerate measurements. <laughs> really? So the fact that they do it. Oh, I thought you meant centimeters. Um, <laughs> the fact that they do it for you is very, very helpful. Hello, Fresh. They employ a full-time registered dietitian on staff who reviews each recipe to ensure that it is nutritionally balanced, which ah. is important because you're trying to eat healthy. You don't want to have to think, is this healthy? And read a bunch of stupid labels. They measure it for you. They've had the dietitian go over it. So you know you're getting something fresh and healthy. I'm looking forward to trying the oven-roasted chicken with winter veggies. I'm waiting for my shipment to come. And uh, I want the lemon thyme sauce. Did I say that right finally? Yeah. Mm. Uh, they also have a rapid... Uh, maple balsamic chicken, which I also want with sweet potatoes and broccoli. Sweet potatoes are the one potato I will eat uh, because they're delicious and they are really, really healthy. So um, one of those two I will have uh, by next week tried. I'm dying to try them. And um, I'm checking every day to make sure my shipment has come. It is not yet, but I'm hoping that's Chris, the producer's fault. So for $35 off your first week of deliveries, visit HelloFresh.com and enter unfiltered when you subscribe. HelloFresh.com and enter unfiltered for fresh, healthy, and delicious food. I have to pee.
Me too. Let's make out. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. We're back. Mac and, Mac, Mac and I. Matt and I, why was I say Matt and I went and tinkled? Matt and I went and tinkled, and we feel much better. And uh, we would have been back an hour and 20 minutes ago, but uh, Lou showed us a video on his iPhone, which was viral, and he goes, you got to watch this kick at the end. And uh, literally, it was, it was a fucking... We had to watch the guy drive to the gym, get out. Fucking it was a four-hour video. Yeah, Endless. Nice, nice vid, Lou. Yeah. It's a fucking uh, hour and a half podcast, Lou. Yeah, Jesus. Fucking it's a long yeah, video. This. Watch this guy no, get wait, wait, knocked wait, wait. out. It's coming up. I don't know it's, it's coming up. Any second now. Wow. Yeah. It was like we were going to watch a porno. Hey, look, I'm waiting for the money shot. He said, well, hold yeah. on. They're still signing the contracts. All right, good. <laughs> fucking By the way, congratulations to our pal Michael Bisping. Man. He uh, Fox Sports oh. Fighter of the Year. Oh, good. Well-deserved. Uh, really, I really so. unexpected, amazing turn of events for him. Winning his first title defense against uh, Henderson. So, uh, yeah. you know, a, really a, impressive. And a hell of a fight. Yeah. You know, I give that guy all the credit in the world. And uh, by the way... Um, during my piss break, I, I told you just off air, but I uh, dropped my Metro card that I just bought in the toilet. Yeah. And Lou went and took a picture of that, too. Sure he did, but he also fished it out. He, yeah. wanted, he wanted to make it look like he was going in there for fun reasons. Yeah. But his first question was, did you drop a deuce on it? Because he knows he wants to take it, and he probably dried it yeah, off. Yeah, he, he probably did. I'm going to go see if it's in the garbage. Where, where is it now, Lou? It's still there. All right. Yeah, well. I want to go drop logs on it. <laughs> I just I'm like how did that happen it was my back pocket that's how it happened what you probably took you went to take a dump before no I didn't take it no but it just fell in now like it was just I'm like what the fuck wow, maybe you pull your pants way down oh. I was in the gym yesterday the guy went to pee like I, I saw him at the urinal and he was like in his 80s and he pulls his pants down to mid thigh so his rotten ass is hanging out it's like what are you a fucking child how do you go to the bathroom maybe he was trying to uh, give you a signal I hope not his fucking old ass. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I don't know. No, it looked like spent, two rotted hazelnuts. I just his spent, ass cheeks. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's fucking. Disgusting. I hated him. You hated like him like a child, fucking pulling his pants down to his thighs to wee wee. It's only twenty five bucks. What are you a fucking? Takes. What are you a Hummel? Like a Norman Rockwell painting. Pull your fucking pants up. I just bought that Metro card. I'm with you. It's true. It's true. You should have some pee etiquette. Of course you should. You know, I've done that to make my friends laugh, but never to you know. In all seriousness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get pee shy when I'm really in public, but I do like the splash guards. When you're there, when you're at the urinal, and there's like a, a like a divider between you guys. It's not a splash guard. It is. It is. No, it's not. What that's is a, it? That's what a is fucking it? peak guard. Peak. They call it a splash guard because they don't. what it is. It's a pst guard. It's, what does that mean? It's a pst. Hey. When no, guys will peek you, over. You ever catch a guy peeking at you? You're a creep. I've caught guys peeking at me. Yeah, I think you're the creeper. No, no, no. I've, I've gotten peeked at. Believe me, I'm not much to yeah, look at. They, but in our fucking rest creepy. area at three in the morning, I'm J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at you as like fucking fresh meat. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's not, a, that's not a splash guard. No one splashes the guy next to him. Yeah. The splash guards are those things. Well, maybe it's just for privacy. It's a privacy did I make up Splash Guard? Was yeah. that, is that what it's called? Yeah, well, that was my nickname in high school, Splash Guard. That's, That's a cool nickname. <laughs> back, to, um, back to the urinals. Let's talk about Dana talking about Brock and CM. About. Both of them returning to the Octagon. He said he doubts what? Brock is going to because he doesn't know how much longer he's got uh, with the WWE. Yeah. And he thinks his career is winding down, but he's a freak and um, he'll call and uh, maybe say if he wants to do it again, but he doesn't see it happening. And CM Punk, again, he's saying CM is very tough, but it's a tough place to get your first couple of fights nah, in the I, UFC. 
I think that uh, he should jump over to one of the smaller shows, Ring of Combat, Legacy, not Legacy, Legacy, yeah, Legacy, right? Fine. Right, yeah. Um, it's the name of my kid's dance center, so fucking I get like fucked up. But uh, yeah, so they should. Um, I think that he should fight in something like that. That that that'd be the right thing to do. You know, still you have to fight a pro fight, but you could do it at a different level instead of on the world stage trying to sure. You know, put your you know, display your skills for the world. Let's just, you know, cut your teeth a little more. You know? I it's mean, hard, though, because he's 37. So find another guy around your age to fight. We're calling uh, Cody. Do we have Cody on the phone already? Hey, Cody. This is Cody. Hi, buddy. It's Jim and Matt. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Happy I know we talked, we talked to you. Happy New Year, man. And, and congratulations. Uh, we are now talking to uh, Bantamweight champion Cody Garbrandt. How are you feeling, buddy? So great. You know, it was uh, just... Trying to take these next, you know, a couple of days after the fight, you know, family was out here, just kind of regroup, refocus them, trying to enjoy, you know, enjoy some of the time that, that they came out here, and, and I'm just just hanging out and enjoying life. How about you guys? We're doing okay. I mean, uh, you know, my uh, week has not been as good as yours. I mean, I just did a <laughs> shitty gig and ended the year, and I haven't gotten laid in about two weeks. You had a much better uh, week than I've had. What's the first thing you did after you won and you left and you get checked out by the doctors? What was the first thing you did to celebrate when you left? Um, the two, I mean, a lot of my Team Alpha Male guys were there and my family, so I still back out to my hotel uh, hotel room and just hung out before we had to go to the uh, went to the after party at Arkansas. Uh, we all just, you know, stormed down there, but we just kind of hung out in the room, you know, and uh, that, that was probably the best thing was just hanging out in the room after the fight with everybody and just, you know, everyone being happy and excited for me. It, it was nice to see. Did you and Dominic talk after at all? Um, yeah, I mean, after the fight, I kind of, you know, the bell rang in the fifth round. I kind of looked at him, you know, he kind of gave me a look like, you know, like he was still trying to be... I mean, animosity towards me. I mean, I, I still don't like the guy. You know, I'll still whoop his ass in a rematch, but I give him my respect sure. you know, after the fight. So we said that, and uh, that was basically, I don't remember too much what, he, what we said to each other. Just said, hey, man, thanks for the fight. Uh, thanks for the scrap. And I walked off, and I knew that I was a champion. Now, Cody, did it go Did it go as planned? I mean, obviously, it was a phenomenal fight, and, and I was really impressed with... Um, with how you were able to take your foot off the gas. People, some people are like, oh, why didn't he follow him down and finish him? Like, it's that fucking easy to do. But I thought you were smart as hell where you followed him enough, where then you followed him up enough, but then you backed up, walked to that center of that cage, you know, waved him on in, and you you looked really in control and and comfortable. I mean, did it play out the way you thought it would play out in there? You know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. I was kind of surprised uh, by this. The first round, they kind of just took it easy. It was a more filling out process because, like everyone has this guy, you know, pegged as a self-proclaimed ghost. I thought, you know, that he was untouchable, that he was hard to hit, you know. And even himself, he said it. You know, I'd be, I'd be shadow boxing all night. And, uh, you know, I was waiting for some, some Houdini trick, him to pull something out of his rabbit hat, you know. And in the first and second round, he was, he was still there. We were talking to each other back and forth but I know my shots were hurting him and he, he wanted to act like they weren't you know I would hit him like oh that one hurt you right. and he'd be like no it didn't you little bitch <laughs> and I was like ah. come on I was like don't you I like, don't you lie to me I said like, don't you lie to me Domino it hurt and then uh, I went the third round and uh, my coach hit him with the follow up he's ducking his head he's ducking his head 
And you can see that you can listen to that in the audio. And in the corner of Justin Buckles, he said, you know, hit, the, hit him with a follow-up kick. And I hit him with that two kick in the third round in the beginning, and I fell on my ass, but I head kicked him. But that's what cut his eyebrow. And when we popped back up, and we kind of, you know, do a little exchange. Like I said, he was talking shit back and forth with each other the first two rounds. And I saw him grab his eye, and he saw blood on his hands. And he didn't, you know, he didn't, like, necessarily make, like, a a huge change in his facial expression, but his pupils of his eyes got really big. Like, he was like, holy shit. Like, oh, this kid just sliced me up like a pumpkin, you know? <laughs> and... uh that's when I knew. I was like, oh, man, he didn't like that. And that's when I asked him. I said, Dominic. I looked over there at him. I said, Dominic. And we were you know, dancing and fighting. I said, uh, Dominic, are you having fun yet? And he didn't answer me back. And I was like, oh, this is my fight. This is where I take, this is where I go, you know? And Uriah told me each, each day, he's like, usually, Dominic, usually he slows down to the third. You know, this is when we capitalize on him. And yeah. for me, the third, fourth, fifth round is more when I push because I'm, I'm, I'm in great shape. And that's one thing that I wanted to, to prove to everybody that I can go five rounds with the one of the best guys that pushes the base. It's very good for cardio. that hardly gets hit. Um, so there's a lot of things. I could have knocked him out. I was having such so much fun beating his ass and, like, just making him eat every word that he said that a couple times I had him hurting his eyes rolling back of the head and I just pointed and laughed at him because I wouldn't get up. <laughs> he, he, up. Yeah, he was, I mean, I could have, I could have easily jumped on him and, you know, and finished him, you know, hindsight looking at him, but I, I was in that present state of my mind and I was so just comfortable and having fun out there. And all week I was like, just in my mind and, and my, my peers and people around me that really supported me and, and looked after me like, enjoy this man. Enjoy this. Not every day you get a, fight for your first world title you only get to do that once you know go out there and enjoy this well you know and yeah. i went there and had fun yeah no definitely and that we talked about that before jimmy on the show where you see when fighters like tony ferguson's doing his el kakui dance and he's having fun like it looked like you were having fun in there yeah and normally like some like showboating stuff with dancing won't really be great I, i'm not a big fan but i love i fucking loved it when cody was doing it i don't know dude if you got a, a background in fucking break dancing or something but the fight was pretty fucking hysterical there's actually a clip i seen somewhere i, I seen i don't know where i seen it on facebook or wherever of a, of a highlight thing of cody like of him dancing during the thing of dude, uh, dude it was great of you like uh after dom missing and you doing a fucking little dance and waving him on dude it was it was yeah. it was really entertaining it's no? humiliating you dance better in a championship fight than i do in real life it's <laughs> <Yeah>. embarrassing <laughs> that goes yeah, the, the, those are my dance moves. All my my teammates, you know, we go out, used to go out and whatever. So I always bust that little that arm thing. Like I could have done a little bit more, but it was like, you know, it, it just went there. You know, I hit him. I uh, that uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that slip that I did. It was called a three point slip. Um, me and my uncle's it's my uncle's system, and it's slip slip outside, slip inside, and then roll underneath. And then he threw two more hooks, and I did double roll. So I slipped six of his punches, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna swag on him." That's what we said because we we my coaches are we we listen to his interviews and what he talks about, you know, and uh, he's talking about him having good ring generalship, and that's what we were saying. Like for myself, I have good ring ring generalship. I have good eyes. I have good vision. I have I'm a smart fighter, man. Everyone thinks I'm a dumb fighter, and and that's what Dom tried to do the pre, you know, to get the uh, the fans and everyone to think that I was dumb and I was emotional and. I, I love to fight, man. It's my passion. Like everyone thought, I might have been emotional because they're listening to Dominic, but that's passion that's flowing through me. That's you know, in the media when or in the interviews when he's you know calling me this and calling me that and saying come fight me. If he's inviting me to a fight, 
I'm going to come fight. You know, that's what I'm going to do. You know, and him and his, his meathead buddy, Jeremy Stevens, are over there saying, come on, little boy. Like, I'm not a little bitch. I'll go over there right now and smack, take off your piece and smack him in the fucking mouth. Yes, I told him. <laughs> you know, so they never thought I was getting emotional, but it was just passion for me. And this guy was like, Jane, he's going to do this. And, you know, this, he made it super personal. And that's why I fight the best when, when, it, when it's like that. I feel like it's more authentic. Like I told you guys before I got on the show, it's more authentic. It's more real to me. It makes me train harder. It makes me get up off the couch and do the extra work and put in the road work. And Lord knows I hate to run. Were you surprised? I was surprised he was able to get up as much as he was because you were hitting him hard and you put him down. And, and to show, like, he is a smart fighter. And when he's getting up, he's moving his head and he's already he's already fighting back by getting up. Were you shocked at how, how many times he was able to get back up? Um, no. I mean, if you look at that guy's head, he's got a big old melon head on him. You know? <laughs> so he can, you know, I, I'll take that. He'll take a punch. I mean, like looking back, and I say we fight in the rematch. I'll stand with my prediction in the first round and knock him out in the second, you know, but hats off to him. He, you know, he took some good shots, kept coming and it, it, as he should be, you know, as he should have, he's been, a, you know, pound for pound best fighter in the world for, for years, you should be able to get punched or be in bad position and fight back, you know, or, or try to at least attempt to fight him himself and, and stay in the fight. And that's what he did. And uh, I, I love the fight. Uh, that was that was a great fight for me um, to make me a better fighter. My next fight, my next fight is going to be, you know, I'm going to be even fifty percent better from that fight. Yeah. And uh, just keep this momentum rolling. But yeah, I mean. He, uh, I, I like that he, you know, he brought the fight and wanted to, wanted to fight me instead of, you know, he fought my fight. Though, like I said, every interview, I said I'm going to set the pace. I'm the better fighter. I'm going to dictate the pace in there. Where you know, I'm out in the middle. I, 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 my game plan was so when that was happened, I stuck to my strategy and my game plan. I didn't let him get anything in the media, this and that. And when I knew that I had him. It was day before. Like I had him in the, I felt like I was in his head. You know what I mean. But you don't really know until you you, you know. And at weigh-ins, I saw him. Uh, you know, he, he tried to come at me. You know, like faint. And he, I saw his muscle twitches and his his reaction of his body when I stepped to the side. And I told him right there. I was like, dude, you're too slow. I said, you're too <laughs> fucking slow. And I could I could tell that. Like I was like, I told my coaches like, dude, he's felt slow in front of me. I just got a little vision of him moving. You know, that's all I needed to know. So, but still in the, it's still in the fight. It was kind of being a little cautious in the beginning of the first two rounds, filling him out. Like I said, I'm waiting for this ghost to appear, you know. And, yeah. uh, and so I just stuck to my game plan, you know, and it, and it worked out. And everything that we worked on with my coaching and teammates, or my coaching teammates, I, I, I hit a lot of those moves and, and things that were going to be open in the fight, you know. The step over right hand southpaw that, you know, really hurt him in the fourth round. That's something that we've been doing. Cause he, he he pivots and sh- changes, and when he goes from southpaw to orthodox, he leans his head into the lane. Uh-huh. And that was, you know, uh, so I was switching my stance, and a lot of the stuff worked. And I'm, um, you know, it's, it, it was great to go out there and fix my game plan and, and have it, you know, work work out, and then add a little bit of flair to my to my, uh, you know, uh, to my fight, a little bit of dance moves. I just had fun, and it was it was enjoyable. I got a question for you about breathing. I, I have shitty breathing. Um, and there was a video of you, which yes. I didn't see. I've only been told about the video. I seen it. Of two balloons being put in your nose. Uh, now, was this something devised by someone you know? Or was this an old trick people use? Can you, can you talk about that for a second? Because my sinuses blow. So this was really encouraging news to me. Yeah, it's, it's honestly amazing. It hurts like a mother, you know. Yeah. It, um, it's called a craniofacial release. And uh, Dr. Petrick out here is uh, 
done it. So you basically put this balloon up in your nostril, and then you inflate it. But you're like supposed to breathe back and like inflate the balloon. It cleans out the nasal cavity. It helps with so many like sleep apnea, oh. uh, you know, all kinds of things. It, it, if you look it up, it, it's very beneficial. It, it helps. But for whatever reason, I must have sucked too hard in my mouth, like air. And I ripped the balloon all the way through my nose, out my throat, and I coughed it up both times. So check this out. I'm doing an interview. We have to really go to – I went to the chiropractor, did all that, you know, said goodbye. About 40 minutes later, I'm doing an interview with Megan Olivi, and uh, I'm coughing. I'm, like, coughing a little bit. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. My, my throat, I don't know what – I did this cranial release. Can I get some water? I kept having to stop an interview, but I was coughing. And finally, I coughed up. I was like, my throat was hurt. I coughed up a whole damn balloon, like, 40 minutes later. I was like, holy shit. Oh, that was like, eh, I don't know. That wasn't supposed to happen, but, I mean, he, and that's what he said. It rarely happens, but it, it's a, a lot of benefits to that. Wait a minute. That wasn't supposed to happen. Cody, didn't you notice the, wait, when they put a balloon in your nose and inflate it, do they take it out, or does it stay in there? It usually inflates like a balloon, so it gets really big, and it'll come right out. Right. Um, but I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, I, I thought he came, it came out on his end, but the whole, I don't know. I, I really don't know what happened. I, I don't know if the piece broke off, but it was a, I mean, it was a half a balloon or what I know it was in my, I coughed it literally out of my mouth. I was like, Holy shit. Like, I don't know if that was supposed to happen, but yeah, it, it usually inflates and cleans out the nasals, you know, to be able to make oxygen go to your uh, brain more and be able to breathe better open your lungs you know every little inch we're trying to get in there sure actually you know being a five-round fight but i know that wasn't supposed to happen but i mean it's very beneficial but yeah it just had to happen on embedded that that happened two questions about that how long does do they have to inflate it for and how long is the effect um it lasts it lasts uh, like i said i usually just get every fight and it lasts but this time i really needed it i did a lot of sparring so that's got like sometimes you get hit in the nose and, it, and you know we'll crush those those nasal holes or whatever so I compact it but it only lasts for a second when he puts this like um almost like a balloon like a balloon thing in there and he like and it, it inflates it with this little machine he has a little hand machine so the second goes and then he rips it right out so it's it's a, maybe a second or two at that okay. it pulls right out so it doesn't it's not that huge uh where it's in there long or anything but i think the worst part is is or Put that damn uh, balloon in your nose. You put the balloon up in your nose. It feels like it's touching your brain, and then he inflates it, so it, like goes in your whole throat and nose. It's pretty intense, but uh, it helps out a lot. And how long does the effect last for? I would say a, a couple, couple weeks, couple months. I would say. Oh, that long? I was months. thinking a few hours. So if you do it, it'll oh, last. No. Oh wow! It opens everything up. Now, but I have bad sinuses, and not, that, that's encouraging. I mean, everything: your vision, your hearing. Your breathing, it's it's uh yeah, it's it's pretty pretty crazy stuff. I mean, we've all done it, me, Justin, we all my buckles, my coach. We all go and do it every time, but this time it just you know, one of those bad times that, you know, it wasn't supposed to do it that way, but it it worked and helped out and uh, you know, I was grateful for it. Yeah. For you, uh, for you, it's your nose is messed up from getting hit. For me, it's I take too many Viagra. That's the problem. It makes my it makes my fucking sinuses messed up. I'm going to investigate getting that done. Now, can can a person do it themselves, or do you have to go to a doctor for it? You might be you might be sick if you do it yourself. Jimmy's just used to inflating balloons up his asshole. That's not, 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 yeah. not that's certainly not true, Matt. I never inflate them. Sorry about that, Cody. Oh <laughs> I shit, champ. Hey, I, I, I don't know. He's thinking about doing his nose. I don't know. <laughs> He wants to know the I, procedure. I believe you, Matt. I believe you. <laughs>
Well, congratulations, man. TJ, before we let you go, TJ, uh, do you think it's next fight for you? You know what? Um, I'm going to sit down with you know Dana, Sean, and my, and my management team and coaches and see what's the best fight for me. I just want to enjoy this. But like, I'm a champion now, and uh, it's my job and duty and my responsibility to defend it against what fight makes the most sense for me. You know, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I believe that you know TJ will be a good fight, good storyline. Um, also, Jose Auto expressed that he, you know, wanted to fight me. You know, and Dom was talking about going up and fighting him. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of possibilities. I just got to weigh in with with the UFC and the management team and, and make the best. You know, for us both. Let's, you know, everyone let's make money for everybody. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what's best. I don't mind whooping TJ's ass. You know, he was a cancer to our team, and having what he tried to do, you know, destroy it. Um, to make that shit personal too. And like I said, I'll save everybody. I'll spare everybody sixty bucks to buy the pay per view and and put out the video of me knocking his ass out. You know, when I want to know, want to know. He wasn't saying that he made me cry in practice. That motherfucker never made me cry. You know, I wasn't the one looking at the ceilings. You know, my back looking at the ceilings knocked out. So he's just trying to he is trying to do anything. You know, and the guy's a horrible trash talker. You know, horrible. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know. He, hey man, and, I'd pay to watch I'll, that. I'd pay I'll, to watch I'll, that. I'll get satisfaction to whooping his ass. That's for sure. And just what he did to the team, man. He he sold out. He sold out for. He's a sellout. Yeah, that's what he is. He's a sellout. He sold his friends, his, everybody that got him there. He forgot who got him to where he was at. Saw a little bit of money and fucking ran and ran away, you know. So, you know, but there, there's me always there, the uncrowned champ. I was the uncrowned champ when he was there. He never even won the title, you know, because truly Cruz never lost it. So TJ was really never a world champion. Damn. He was going to use that. Former world champion. Cruz was the world champion. Never lost his belt there. I'm the one that went out there and and ripped it from him. That's some fucking okay, I'm just some shit. I like that. I, I listen, man. I like <laughs> when he speaks his mind. And speaking of uh, of your family over there, of your of your team, you know how beneficial was it that uh, you know I know how much you talked about you know uh, Uriah Faber and what he means to you and how you look up to him as a role model and uh, and I really can't think of a better guy that you could say that about. But how how beneficial was it that he fought Dom? You know that he went through those wars with Dom, and that the fact that you that you never went. I'm sure you do five all the time, five rounds in, in the gym. But that you haven't fought that to keep that composure that you kept. That had a lot a lot of that uh, had had to do with talking to Uriah about the fight. Yeah, I would say a lot of the guys. You know, Joe was on the team. Justin cornered him so many rounds. Danny was around. We've all like like you said like incorporate some of his his moves and in our training and 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 we make put our twist to it but yeah you know Uriah, everybody helped out i mean you know our gym managers and everything just been whoever's been around the whole time since you know this feud has been going on so we've been facing facing uh down the cruise like i said one key point you know a lot of key points was we work with justin and the guys but also favorite state hey he slows down he slows down in the third round you look at all his fights he slowed down and that's when I start picking my pace up. Another thing too is, is, is Uriah believing in me. You know, believing like, dude, you, every day of camp, every for the past year, he's like, dude, you're gonna be a superstar. You're gonna be the champion. You just wait your time. You're putting in the work. You're doing what you need to do. And then when it got closer and closer, it was my time to finally, you know, uh, campaign for the fight, get the fight. And every camp paper come up to me after practice and be like, dude, you're gonna be a fucking. You're gonna kill Cruz. He's like, you know, laugh like, dude. He's like, I don't know. I told 
he's I texted Cruz, let him know like the shit that you're gonna talk and Cody takes that personal. He's like one of those guys who will try to fucking fight you. You know, I tried to warn Dom. So it wasn't just me in there that won the fight. It was everybody that was a team alpha male, team alpha supporter, and everyone that helped me out on my journey, man. Like, I can't wait to go back to Sacramento and just walk through the, that, that door with the belt. You know, I remember the first time walking through there, and it was the the energy that I felt in the gym. I was like, I knew I needed to get out here to be a world champion. And, and I did. I came at 1-0. and Now I came there at 1-0. and Now I'm 11-0, and I'm world champion. I'm bringing the belt back. Hey man, we're happy for you. Yeah, buddy. very happy for you, man. And uh, you beat a great champion, and you, and you fought a really great fight. You went the distance, and you clearly won the fight. I thought, I you know, Dominic's a very tough guy, and uh, but you clearly won that fight. So congratulations, yep. man, and we're looking forward to seeing you fight uh, a lot more. Yeah, hey, thanks, guys. I'll be in uh, the Brooklyn card. I'm going to come up to the Brooklyn card, so maybe we can do something, grab something to eat, show me some uh, New York stuff. That'd be great. Maybe get some rules with Matt. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Definitely, dude. Right, that'd be I'd awesome. Be my guest, dude. That'd be my uh, my honor. Right. Awesome, champ. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Thanks, Cody, man. All my, all our best, dude. Thanks so much yeah. for hanging out. Take with care, us. man. Hey, man. Talk to you guys soon. Okay, all right. Buddy, be good. Take care, Cody. Good dude, man. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. What a nice, nice kid, man. I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm really happy for him. And I really like the. Um, <laughs> what do you like? It's not like somebody texting me. It's not. Oh, uh, you're fucking funny. Um. I just fucking uh, no, my fucking IDD just kicks in. But my my IDD sucks. <laughs> it sucks worse than my ADD. But uh, I'm happy for him. Well, you don't have AD. He's uh, very, he's very, yeah. he's very grounded, you know. And that's what happens when you have a, a good team around yes. you. And he seems very loyal. And that that oh, listen, people they like a little drama. They like it. They fucking like it. Yep. And that thing with TJ Dillashaw. And listen. When, when anybody would leave the team, like where I'm from, like when I'm with Henzo Gracie, like I could never picture being with anybody other than Henzo and Ray. And that's not being closed-minded, but yeah, like when I'm carrying Henzo's flag, like jujitsu-wise, and, you know, they could be anybody opening up down the block. I couldn't even, it couldn't even, would never even enter my mind to be right. with anybody other than Henzo, you know? But anybody, anytime somebody would leave the team, Henzo would always, you know, people go, oh man, what about this guy? He's good, he's leaving. Henzo would always say, man... They go where they belong, you know? And that made a lot of sense to me, you know? So that's why I don't stress, man, because I got, like, like, in other words, like, um, like in that situation, it looks like TJ gets along just fucking great, and they have such a bond, him and uh, Dwayne uh, Bang Lugwood. Lug Ludwig. Ludwig. So, I mean, they look like they get along right. so great, and they have a special bond, and he's, you know, he even says he loves them. And, and then you look at... Cody, Cody, look, he has that same thing with Uriah and the team. So, again, man, he left the team, but he went where he belongs. It looks like, uh, am I going to? <laughs> Jim, did you check out? Did you just check out? I did not. Okay, good, Jimmy. And don't fart there. Listen, don't do what you Can't want. Help, but I guess a lot. But you do it, but you, you look at me, you laugh like a little kid. Can't help and it. with two guys in our 40s, and we're fucking infants. I know. <laughs> you I break do it, you laugh. I, I and giggle. the fact that you see me laughing, like trying to keep it together. It encourages and, me. And encourage, <laughs> it's like a bad kid. And then we got the little prince, and we can see Chris over there like, shaking his head. Yeah, very unhappy uh, with us. Fuck, you just, uh, could you keep it together? Could, guys. We got a man there on the phone, guys. guys. This is my big thing. Uh, Great. By the way, it was, I was really appreciated Amanda <laughs> calling in and being on uh, her and Cody are both really great guests on the phone. Yeah. They're both uh both very truthful. And um thank really. you guys for listening. I enjoyed oh, today's out. I think so. Yeah we were out for a while. Did I start slow today? Was I, I not off? at all Matt you're always I great. felt maybe the fact of me nope. not getting laid and not me not rolling that I my, love my hearing zen, about that. My Zen was off though maybe not at all buddy. I gotta get a new Metro card now. Alright we'll buy one. I'll go with you. 
I'll help you out. Let's see if Lou, let's see if that fucking dirty bastard Lou fished that out. Of he the know fucking, he did. Gonna see right. a Metro card in his teeth. Yeah. Lou's a creep. Hey, he's probably looking for another fifty-two minute video to show he's us on break. Hey guys, just wait, just wait. Oh Lou, yeah, never Lou, never show us a video again. No, it was the redo. We'll never get that time back. This was the fucking director's cut of Apocalypse. Now I don't want to watch them having dinner with the French guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.